welcome back to episode nine of the podcast. Let me tell you, it's been a pretty emotional one and quite a few tears. In today's episode, we talk about the highs and lows of our recent weekend and our very first What the Brand press day. My three-year-old daughter gets us talking about our very special capsule wardrobe and we also discuss with you the importance of adult friendships. We also discuss Mental Health Awareness Month and some key resources and people that have really helped us and inspired us recently. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please do like, subscribe, follow, comment, get in touch with us over on at Twinset Unzipped, at What the Brand, and even at We Are Twinset. Enjoy the show. Hi, Phil. Hello. How are you? I am all good. Less bunged up this oh, week, this I think. Week has been going on for years. It really, really has. And I actually think a lot of people on Instagram, especially if you've heard me so bunged up, you can all relate to it because apparently it's Everyone's a thing at the moment. Um, so luckily, not ill. Actually, haven't been ill for two weeks, but just less bunged today, which is fabulous. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'd like to give you an apology. Tell me why. You apologised to me last week. Yes. And I feel the need to apologise to you and the audience. What have you done wrong? It's about Adele. You love her. You I appreciate her. to the carpool karaoke <laughs> of Adele the night before last. <laughs> I was blown away. She touched you. I'd like to go to Vegas. I'd like to see her live. Would you like to come with me? I will be there. Okay. Let's do so it. her music, you you felt it. I think I don't think you had appreciated her think, music. Before. I don't think I saw the way. That, I mean, maybe it was just her and James Corden, but the way yeah. they were singing and her her <laughs> like it really. I was eating my words. And you, I feel like you like that whole Essexy thing <laughs> anyway. I really do. <laughs> so I can imagine that's what you saw her personality. I saw her personality. Yeah. I just I didn't like. The, I think I was just thinking a ballady slow yes, song. But she's not. But she's I was hilarious. Then, it wasn't her. Yeah. So I'm I, everyone. I'm eating my words. I accept your apology. Okay. Good. And I'm really happy that yeah. you now appreciate Adele. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> we can move on. We can move on. We're going to move on to my negativity. Uh oh. Because I put some negativity out there into the world last week. You always try and practice what you preach. I know. And I shared a quote on Instagram that said, one day I was born, then everything bothered me, and now we're up to date. Okay? <laughs> and I manifested myself a really <laughs> shit weekend, which I'm going to share. And it's because I was really, really negative. And I'm annoyed at myself because it's very unlike me. And although it was a lull, I should have done it. Well, listen, we all have those days and we have those weeks, but um, maybe you didn't need to... I didn't need to put it out there it to the world. To, yes. <laughs> so Lenny got sent home. I had that dreaded call from nursery on a Friday. He was bombing. Great. I have to add, the minute Sarah got <laughs> off the phone, she puts the phone down. She was like, oh my God. Lenny's been sick. I know you're going to say. I can't tell you how happy I am. It's Friday. I've got 24, I've got 48 <laughs> hours. It's the weekend. He can be back on Monday. <laughs> that was the because first thing if that came to sick her mind. Any other day, even if they're only sick once, you've got to wait 48 hours. It's yeah. very annoying. So I was delighted he was sick on a Friday. Anyway, so he was ill. So that obviously, you know, that comes with its own stresses. Craig had been ill at the beginning of the week. Then he was bed bound the whole weekend, not being sick. It was very full on. Obviously, I had to cancel our plans. No one wanted to see us because obviously Lenny had been sick. Craig wasn't well. And it was just intense. You know, those weekends, the weather was bad. I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't go anywhere. And I was just like, whoa, caught it my finger in the drawer. You. That's also bad omen. Ouch. I know. Look, 
Oh, thanks for putting your finger up. <laughs> no, seriously. Anyway, very quickly, just ending the tail end of the of Sunday when I was at my wit's end, I decided Sunday afternoon I take the kids to Smythes. I thought big mistake. I, big mistake. I thought I'm just going to get them something small. I wanted to fill the time. They'd actually been quite well behaved for ten minutes, so <laughs> you wanted to reward them. <laughs> anyway, so my mum came with me. Went there, killed like a good hour, bought Lenny like a small uh, remote control car, got Edie a dull thing. Anyway, got home. I said, mum, you unwrap the toy. I'm going to put dinner on. What did she do? She cut the wire to the car. So the car didn't work. So the wrath that ensued from Lenny of offering him a reward for his 10 minutes of good behaviour, then ruining said reward... I think it went on. I, mean, I feel sorry for your mum. She you felt so bad. She was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't even go back to the shop because it's closed. And you know when it's just like, that's just that's just it. Was he a nightmare? And then it was Monday and I was happy again. And they were gone. They were gone. I still actually, they my children only went back to school yesterday. Um, you so survived. The longest Easter ever. I'm really sorry you had a very challenging weekend. I'm hoping that next weekend is going to be lighter. And well, I'm never going to put negativity in the world again. Don't let it. I want to hear about you. your posy weekend. I had a nice positive weekend. So obviously, if you're whenever you're listening to this, it was the marathon last Sunday, and Alex, my husband from last year, decided he wanted to run it for the first time. He's fairly fit. I'll give him that. Um, he was always in the gym. He's a um, runner as well now. He's a bit of a runner. But he's very tall and muscly, so Whoa. actually, he's going to love I've said that. But he's learned that actually he's to very be... very tall, muscly, <laughs> sexy, hunky, gorgeous. But to be a runner, you can't be those things. It's, it's, uh, he felt quite heavy on yeah. the run. Anyway, so he had trained with all, he, about four of his friends for running it. It became an obsession. Yeah. He had a time he wanted to run it in, and then he ran the half marathon, which I think was in January or February. Anyway... Did it in an amazing time, but completely ruined his knee. And that was it. He could not run. He could not even run for 10 minutes without being in so much pain. So from like February, anyway, so then he just, that was it. He wasn't running the marathon. And luckily he had a ballot space. So he didn't have the pressure of knowing he was running it for a charity. So for about three months, we just didn't speak about the marathon. He wasn't doing it. I feel like deep down, you 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 know your husband. You thought he had that in him that he was like yes, but also marath- running the marathon is a huge deal. You have to train for it. You have to work up to it. You can't just the week before decide you're going to do it uh, unless you're Alex Ross. <laughs> so last, so the Sunday before, he goes to the gym. He does a five k run. He comes home. He says knees fixed. I'm running the marathon. Alex you can't do it you haven't trained in three months you can't so I'm doing it, I'm doing it. I don't care what time I'm doing it in it's not going to be a competition it's not going to be a race I just want to know I want to tick it off the list so off he goes and Alex being Alex the most zero preparation I mean he packed his bag I think nine o'clock the night before um he was just he I think he had like a one little sachet of pat porridge left he didn't even know what like pasta yes but wasn't really kind yeah, of he wasn't part like, of his routine yeah. like you know some people are so organized they'll have massages they'll have cupping they'll yeah. have acupuncture I mean Alex literally turned up and ran it and he did I was so, so well. proud of him um and also as you will confirm I'm not the most emotional person I am I feel the emotion but yeah. like tears don't come that frequent 
which is weird because when I was younger, I used to cry all the time. But I just felt overwhelmingly like emotional and proud of him. And obviously he had his earpods in. So he, he did say to me, you know, if you want to call me and check in, just call me because yeah. he can obviously just pick up and say hi. And I think he was at maybe, you know, coming up to like half an hour left and I called him and he just picked up and he said, hi, I'm okay, but I'm not going to speak long, bye. And just, <laughs> and I, my heart, you know, yeah. when your heart like kind of, yeah. I felt so emotional and excited and proud. And it just made me realize, you know, as couples, we go day by day, we kind of get the kids ready for school, we drop them, we go to work, we come home, we have dinner. I mean, we're terrible where in the evenings, we just don't see each other because I've I come home. on purpose last night, by the way. <laughs> but it's, it's a habit that we, we need to try and make more time yeah. for each other. But what I think I learned from this weekend, it's, you know, feeling so proud of yeah. your other half, it sparks, the spark, I guess. <laughs> Sparks the spark. <laughs> Do you know what? It's the whole environment, the, the marathon environment. I've been a few times to watch different friends and Craig did the half marathon. And that I know is not the same as the marathon, but how the, the atmosphere and also you feel so inspired by all the people there. And then yeah. see, they are in pain. They are being pushed out of their comfort zone. And to see that they're doing that, like it is really admirable. Yeah. And then you see so some if you want to get the spark back, <laughs> tell your husband to run the marathon. But you see some of these people that literally have just, they've, they've come off the mall and they're walking back to Green Park Station and then it's like they've just gone, gone and done the food and shop. what about all the people that did it? Alex sent those photos. I was very invested in Alex. Like I was so <laughs> proud, wasn't I? I was like checking yeah. in. I was like, tell me he's okay. And obviously he sent pictures to our group of like an armadillo and like yes. a guy in the golf costume. Yeah. How these people run for like incredible charities. Like it's just hats it off to them. Absolutely amazing. So anyone that ran the marathon and Alex, I know he didn't run it for charity, but he then did promote all of his friends, yeah. amazing charities. Um, and and he's he actually he does which is in Alfie's room and now he wishes that he did do it for a cause um but I put he's promised me he won't do it again although he probably will yeah. but if he does he will definitely be doing it for an amazing cause um so that was the weekend which was very inspiring and to continue the inspirational feelings and all those good positive messages we had an absolute career highlight last week it was our first ever What the Brand press day. So for those of you who don't know, a press day is where a brand will showcase their new collection. So for us, it was spring, summer 23. We had a sit down breakfast full of content creators, stylists, um, magazine editors and feature writers. And we were celebrating our new collection. What was crazy for us was the fact that as stylists, you know, we shared our story. That's what we did kind of before kind of going on this crazy path. We would go to other brands press days. We would view everyone else's collections. We would then feature them on the TV and magazines. And the fact that we were back 360 to having our very own brand with our very own press day felt beyond overwhelming, didn't it? It was, as I think you said this before, like a out of body experience, you know, manifesting something and how we, the three of us, Sarah, myself and Nikki, when we launched the brand, we knew that we were creating something special, but we really did not know how quick it was all going to happen for us. And obviously we still have so much more to, to go, to do, to achieve. But last year, we all said we would love to do an event, like how amazing that would be. And, and obviously, as Sarah said, like we have been to so many brand, huge brands, events, launches, 
um, and sat there and thought, imagine if this was us one day. Imagine if everyone has come to see our brand. And I remember the three of us having that chat. Like that that would be such an achievement. We manifested it. We dreamt it. We visualized it. And it came real yesterday. And the three of us just took a moment when everyone was in the room and you heard all the hustle and bustle and everyone was chatting and the energy and the vibe in the room was so lovely and the amount of times we have seen we've been to events where perhaps you know the vibe is a bit dry well you know we listen we always say we're lucky because we walk in together yeah so we never have that awkwardness because we have each other yeah but you can walk into these events and like everyone's random and no one's chatting and it's really got that awkward vibes whereas the energy in the room it was such an inspiring group of women yeah and it was everything was perfect the sun was shining and it's been sh- it's shit the rest of the week apparently um it was just, everything was perfect, yeah, wasn't and we, it? we just took that moment to just realise, wow, this is this is amazing. And like, yeah, I mean, it makes me emotional thinking about it now because I'm so, I think this is what we always say to each other, we're so excited for what's to come. And that's the most unbelievable, exciting feeling to have. That warmth, that, um, that like knowing power, but... It was really true for us yesterday. And so we wanted to share it because we just felt, you know, you can, especially when you're building a business, you're going to your your day job day in, day out. It can get a little bit monotonous and it can get a bit the same, same, or the struggles become really hard. And I think just anyone listening to this, just wanting to hear a little bit of kind of leap of positive chat. It was, yesterday was a really powerful day for us. We worked really, really hard um, to get to that point and we're so excited for what's still to come but just wanted to share how amazing it was as Sarah said to be at our own press yeah. day and feel pretty proud of ourselves basically and just following on from what you said about working really hard you know we're two years in yeah two and a half nearly we never would have been able to do this after six months yeah you know this was always a goal with so many other factors coming into it Mm -hmm. and we worked hard to get there. And I think everything happens in its own time. It felt right to do it now. So, you know, whether we do one for autumn, winter or not, it might not happen, Mm -hmm. but it's that whole kind of back to that overnight success thing, just working really hard. You go with the ups and the downs and trust the process. Absolutely. So the other day I get dressed, I come out of my bedroom and Ava is on my bed and she looks at me and she says, mummy, you always wear that. And I looked at what her you wearing? and I said, I was wearing a striped t-shirt with jeans. Oh, what are you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, yes, I do. It's called a capsule wardrobe. You're like, let me tell you about <laughs> capsule wardrobe, honey. And it led me on to discuss with Ava. Ava. <laughs> Not with Ava, because it went whoop, straight <laughs> over her three-year-old brain. Um, but in the office, yeah. I brought it up and we spoke about the fact that, yes, we perhaps do wear similar ilk of styles and capsule pieces and basics and we are really proud of that so we don't actually often although fashion is such a huge thing about us and of of course we always share like business chat and you know we don't actually we haven't we're on episode nine we haven't really kind of gone into a a, fashion fashion chat so we thought we would do a little section today discussing our capsule wardrobe our must-have pieces why we always go to those pieces um, and I think for me, it's a bit of a safety thing. 100%. You know, we're, we always plan, we've said this before in previous episodes, we always plan our outfits the night before, but you get a little bit 
I'm going to use the word lazy and I don't mean this in a negative way. It's more just as we've got older, we've learned what our style is. So we kind of have variations of yeah. the same thing that we know we feel comfortable in. We know ticks all the boxes. It works. We'll be comfortable. It's practical. Um, and I guess that's how we've developed our capsule wardrobe, right? And also, I think the point you said as well, when you get older, I do think, you know, cut to 15 years ago and we were working in an office and we were on store appointments and we'd be going to events after work. We did wear fringe jackets. We did wear, you know, beaded tops because we were younger and we were more perhaps experimental. More, yeah, exactly. Perhaps more experimental and we it served a different purpose. Whereas now I feel like comfort is so important to us. I mean I'm wearing jeans now, so are you. Are yours digging in? Because mine are all the way up the nin. <laughs> Literally very <laughs> uncomfortable. And I thought to myself, why would I sit doing a podcast wearing very tight jeans? But I think comfort and just it's the feel good factor. It's yeah. the comfort and it's the feel good. And we're very lucky we get given a lot of stuff. We have our own brand, which we have a lot of stuff from. But we will always gravitate towards those pieces that suit our style most. And that comes with age. For me, it's a white T-shirt. I live in a white T-shirt. What the brand of? Um, I wear it under blazers. I layer it under jumpers. It's my go-to. Like I will often just base my outfit around a white T-shirt. I think it's just something that I've always felt comfortable in. I love tucking it in. Um, and... That is kind of, I would say, probably my most worn piece in my wardrobe. What would yeah. you say yours is? Well, Ava would probably tell you it's a striped tee, which I would agree yeah. with. But it also depends on the season. So although we're trying to, grab, you know, bring the spring vibes to us, although they're not quite here yet, um, I'm trying to be springy. Yeah. So, you know, my go-to are like jeans, a striped tee, a blazer, and I'm gone. Literally. And also those neutral colours, I think, as well. I mean, I used to, ha back in the day, I would wear a red coat, like a green I would I would be much more loud. And now I can't even imagine the thought. I think there's a time and place for colour yes. on holiday and stuff like that. Yeah. But I just don't think, I just prefer to keep it all, you know, that capsule wardrobe, yeah. that, that mix and match. So everything goes with each other. And I think that is key. But often we get asked, how do you create a capsule wardrobe? So I want to ask you... Let's try and come up with five items that we would recommend everyone should have in their capsule wardrobe. And remember, these capsule pieces, they are outfit builders. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily have to always wear them together as an outfit. We do because it's easy dressing and it's simple. You would inject your trend pieces exactly. or older styles in. So let's, let's tell the followers what you need okay. to have in your capsule wardrobe. So I'm going to start with two. I'm going to say white t-shirt ofs, yeah, and I'm going to say a great pair of black trousers that are slightly cropped, so you can wear them with a trainer or a flat shoe, and you can wear them with a boot underneath. You can dress them up with a heel, but they are your go-to for office, even for weekend with a t-shirt and for going out. I would say a striped tee because ofs it goes with everything. It elevates your outfit. Um, Always chic and very very chic and very Parisian, which yeah. we all want to feel. Um, I would also say a blazer. We tend to like a more slouchy, oversized, boxier blazer. And the reason why blazers are so good is you can, as you said before, dress up and dress down. And I think a key thing with a capsule wardrobe is having those pieces that can be so versatile. So you can wear them to work the weekend with trainers or put on a hill and then wear them to the bar out for dinner. 
the fifth one, what would we say? I'm going to say a great pair of jeans. I'm going to yeah. say the higher rise, because I think as we've got older, it's definitely more flattering than a low rise, mm-hmm. which we've definitely experimented with recently and felt really freaked out with well, them being just a low. Lot, yeah, a lot of kind of space here to fill. Yeah, and also tucking in lows, no <laughs> yeah. good. And also, again, I think it's got to be slightly cropped. I love a wide leg, but I don't feel that it could be that smart. Whereas I feel slightly cropped, straight leg, I'm going to say the Levi's. I'm putting it out there. I'm naming the ultimate jean. The Levi's 501. So, so, so good. Great for different body shapes. Yeah. Wash well. Cropped at the leg. And they're a stiff denim, which we like. We do. And then, obviously, as I said before, those are our five kind of must-haves that have just come to our heads right now. But depending on the season you'd have a different like, coat or, or a, yeah a cash I think other things that yeah. are like nods like a great trench yeah a cashmere jumper depending on a the white season. shirt um, maybe like a great LBD you know all those kind of classic colors those staples that like we said you do mix and match that we gravitate towards and we feel good in and yeah. that's the importance of when you wear your clothes about feeling good and if you're you like think? us and you're rushing and you're you just don't have any time in the morning to think about your outfits plan them the night before have a look at your wardrobe create your own capsule and even wardrobe. if it's something you always wear the yeah. most successful people they wear a variation of the same thing time and time again they don't it doesn't require any effort there you top go. tip okay so on to a topic that seems to be very um enjoyed by the listeners influenced influencers what have you bought this week, Sarah Ellis? So mine was inspired by Ella, gorgeous Ella, my cousin, who popped to the office last week. I could not get enough of her scent. <laughs> Everywhere she went, she left a waft of just stunning smell. As we've shared many times before, we are scent obsessed. <laughs> I follow people around swing pools in foreign countries. I've run around people in Phoenix Brink Cross to know what scent they're wearing. I feel like you're a washing person and I'm a perfume person. Just on the washing chat, I yeah. just have to add... A lovely follower messaged me a couple of days after episode eight and yeah. told me it's all about Daz. So you know Daz. how I told you that Lauren had mentioned that Daz is the one who has Daz? Yeah. We're all apparently not living our best washing life without Daz. She said the smell of Daz is going to make your washing incredible. She, okay, she, said, Daz. she said people have asked her what... How do you wash your clothes? Smells so fresh. So there you go, guys. Um, So Ella was wearing something I'd never heard of. It's called Ormondo Jane Levant. Where do you buy such a thing? Online. It was quite expensive. It was £125. Wow! I know, but the second I got home, I had to order it straight away because I couldn't stop thinking. I do think it's one of those that might potentially smell different on different people because I think it smells different on me. Do it reminds me nice? of a hotel I've been to. Do you think I smell nice? It's it's quite a nostalgic smell, which I love about scents. I do really like it. It doesn't smell like Ella, so I, I you know, but it's you one of those molecule things. Um, also, I was your very nose bunged. was bunged quite yes. a lot on Friday. Anyway, so if anyone else has bought this before, I'd like some feedback. Ormondo Jane Levant. But I really like it. And I was, I was in the market for a new scent. Oh, I love it. So I was influenced by our lovely friend, Lily Pebbles. She shared her, She we have actually been chatting quite a bit about hair growth um, in DMs, kind of been sharing tips. And I saw that she had ordered a hair oil. I keep a, seeing this everywhere. a brand called Hair Syrup. So obviously I went on straight away. And if you haven't seen on TikTok, rosemary oil is the one. It's apparently meant to make your hair luscious and long. 
which I'm all here for. I'm here for hearing all of these tips and tricks on how to grow thicker hair. Um, hair syrup, and it's called Grosemary. I like that. And on ASOS, guys, it's 13% off. So it's now £28. So I haven't, I ordered it a couple of days ago. It's yet to come. I will let you know how I get on. But I'm very excited to use it. So thanks, Lily, for mm. that tip. My only concern about hair oil is the greasy, is the grease factor. Well, so I imagine you like do it in the evening and then you wash it off. I know, off. but get, getting oil out your hair is quite hard. It probably requires a couple of washes. I, How many times do you, do you do? You just do one wash, don't you? If I wash my hair every few days, I do one shampoo. Do you do more? Well, because I only I try and wash it like every four days. So I do two washes. Yeah. Always. And it doesn't make your hair too soft. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. But I was always told your hair's not clean unless you wash it twice. I've never been told that before. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. So, guys, last week, Sarah and I experienced two very separate, different experiences with our friends. And it made us realize how important, well, we know how important friendships are. But as we said many a times, everyone's very busy at the moment. You know, mm -hmm. work, home, kids, Life. everything. Sometimes you do forget you know, friendships can come and go or you realise you haven't checked in with that person or, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Or um, even if you've thought about them, not let them know because that's correct. also key. Yes. But we had two different experiences this week where we wanted to share it with you. And um, should I go first? Go for it. So obviously, as lots of you know, I've been very poorly the last three weeks. A horrendous cold. Haven't been able to shift it. And I messaged Nikki, our lovely Nikki from What The Brand, dearest friend Nikki, who has the kindest soul. She is a very kind, caring person. I messaged her to say, I need your advice. You're never ill. You never have a cold. Have you ever known her to have a cold? I've only known her when she had COVID and she turned yes. off her phone for two days and I thought something had happened yes. to her. I've never, in all the years I've known her. And that her. was like two and a half years yeah. ago. She had COVID right at the beginning. She has not been ill. And I said, what, what do you take? What are your supplements? Anyway, so we had this chat and then a couple of days later, she comes into the office and she gets out of her bag manuka honey and she puts it on my desk and I just you know I I was gonna say to you guys that was like such a nothing thing for her but it wasn't because that's just so her she's so kind and caring and she did think about it and it made me realize how important it is to have those friends around you and I wrote it on Instagram and she messaged me to say it made her cry surround yourself with people that make you feel like sunshine and I just think as the older we get the busier that we get the more noise that comes towards us it's having that circle around you and it doesn't matter if it's one two ten the less in my opinion the better the more quality friendship um but just how important it is to have those people around you that really care about you you care for each other. You know, when you have a really amazing friendship and connection with someone, there's just nothing better, is there? And I think it's also not taking it for granted. Like you said, you can be so busy and life gets in the way that unfortunately that time with friends, which I think, I probably speak on behalf of both of us, I think we really need in life. Some yeah. people, I think maybe it. I might be slated for saying this, I think a lot of men don't have that need to be surrounded by friends all the time. I think women and maybe it's the women that I'm connected to, really feed off female friendships, really, yeah. you know, we'll go out for dinners and we'll be like, I feel oh. elated after seeing those people. Yeah. Or, well, you know, we had a coffee last week with Self Care Pod, who yeah. we love and we're going to collaborate with. We came away and we were like, what a 
great We had a spring girl. in our step. We did. And just surrounding yourself with those inspiring people is really uplifting. Anyway, so my story is I was at the David Lloyd last week. I was ha- having a solo coffee. My kids were in kids club. I was had 20 minutes to myself. And one of my oldest, bestest friends, Emma, uh, walked past. She'd been at the gym. And we were like, hi, hi. It was totally impromptu. We're like, should we have a coffee? We had the most epic 20-minute catch-up. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen her in so long. Life gets in the way. Like you said, kids, we, da- we hadn't seen each other in too long. And we just quickly spoke about life and everything. And you know when you talk to your best friend and it's just so easy and there's no judgment and it's just a really feel-good chat. And we told our husbands afterwards, we just had the best 20 minutes. And they were like, <laughs> we don't understand. That's so weird. And she left me a voice note afterwards saying, you fill my cup. I love and that. exactly how I felt. Like she made me feel so good in that moment. Yeah. And I want to do that more. I want to have that impromptu coffee, that impromptu dinner, that let's go out for an hour, let's go for a walk. I think it's really important to not let that side go of you if that's what you really need to not put yourself at the bottom of the list to fill your cup and you know we've all felt it we'll have dinner in the diary with friends on a Thursday night and then you finish work you get the kids to bed you're like oh my gosh I just I can't do it and then you go and you come home and you feel so alive and rejuvenated and you've loved kind of catching up with your friends and I think um yeah it's just a nice little reminder for us anyway so we wanted to share it with you guys as well Moving on to our last topic of today's episode, it's May the 1st and it's the start of Mental Health Awareness Month. Something that is really important to us and something that as mums, businesswomen, we feel really passionately about sharing those things that are helping us along our journeys, helping us in those moments where, like so many people, we do struggle. Yes, and um, as Sarah said, it's definitely something that we absolutely want to address in our way. Um, So at the end of every episode, we're going to touch on it, share any tips, advice, and share knowledge, basically. So this lovely book here is a book that I keep in Alfie's room. It was um, sent by a lovely girl called Esther who made these books on behalf of of her sister Rebecca who tragically took her life and these books are amazing and I do what's it called so this one is called be proud of who you are and then we have another one I think it's called I will and I I can and I will um and I just think how amazing it is that our children have access to books like this um but it also makes me I think the reason why I get so emotional is that I, I'm definitely seeing it. Alfie's, you know, he'll be six this month and I can already see how children need, I mean, obviously we all know this as parents, but the nurturing, but it's a different level of parenting thing in this generation because we're so much, first of all, we're so much more aware of it and we have the tools and the knowledge to help make sure our children don't suffer but when you're first time parent, you know, with Alfie, I'm I'm learning as as he's growing. But I think it's just so important to have these tools to navigate through these really difficult times. Will you share, sorry, more if people so, aren't so, watching what the book's about? Right. So in a whole, her series, her books are to help mental health, um, to help emotional resilience and self-belief and all of those um, incredibly important tools to ha- to to learn and grow with and i um, find do you find as well when i read to lenny and i read him books about topics he really takes in that information yeah 
in a way that's so different if I'm just chatting to him. Yeah. They, you know, with the storytelling, I think it comes alive to them more. And there's been so many times we'd talk about a topic and he would bring it up again from that way of storytelling. Yes. Yeah. And obviously it's written in a way that's so careful, considerate for children. Um, and Esther says at the beginning, I hope that after reading this book, you love yourself for who you are on the inside and out. Whatever anyone else says, you are you. Be proud of that. You are all special in your own way. Please celebrate that. I hope you enjoy this book and feel as though the Sophie Says crew are your friends too. Oh, oh sorry. That's really... Um, and you know yeah. what? I haven't, <laughs> let you take I haven't read it to Lenny yet because I felt he's too young. Um, I haven't... And now I know what I'm going to be doing tonight. I, you know, you put something at the back of your cupboard until they're older and that is just so beautifully said and so true and you know thank you for writing those books because like you said I think it's really important and it's really touched us um and I think as you said being a mum and everything that comes alongside it in terms of mental health having other people to look after being able to look after yourself if you have a partner your partner um I know we've both experienced highs and lows, you know, in mother, in the motherhood journey. And I've recently found someone on Instagram that has really inspired me. Um, my other bestie, Sophie, shared her with me. Um, she's called Anna Mathers and she's a psychotherapist. And she shares practical advice from her own life as well as her career as a psychotherapist. Essentially, she's offering mental health advice for mums that, are experience and normalizing issues that she's experienced as a mum and that many people experience that perhaps don't talk about. Um, so something that really stood out to me recently that I read um, is about the noise, you know, that noise of the kids tantruming, the dog barking, the TV being on, you know, when it feels like when too you're much. stressed, it's too much. And you know, I like silence. I would sit in a silent office and I would sit and I'd be happy in silence. So it's something I personally can find really overwhelming at times in those moments of like pure chaos. When they're screaming, you don't want to scream back at them. And her suggestion is to use noise cancelling earphones or like an ear putty plug that you can put in to take the edge off. So I actually often walk around with one earphone in, like one Apple yeah. earpod, because if I need to pick up a call and I'm like with the kids and it does, and that's wearing one, I do notice it kind of just chills me out a bit. And how she says it, she says, turn the noise down. When stressed, you might find that noise can feel louder and abrasive. Use noise reducing earplugs to lessen the sensory input and help noise feel more tolerable. And I thought that was just something that I've never, ever, ever seen. I've never read it before. And I thought it was a great tool to to kind of share that it's okay to find it too much you don't want to storm off you don't want to scream you don't want to walk away yeah. but what can I do in that moment that's going to kind of take the edge off yeah. and make me feel that little bit better I love that I think I might try and just walk around the whole time <laughs> life no one talked to me do you know what she's going to sit next to me in the office she's going to yeah. put her noise reducing <laughs> no, I think that's a really really great tip because she has so the noise sometimes can feel so overwhelming it can really impact your mood your energy everything so I love that also, very quickly, I saw she's sharing the most amazing new concept. It's called the Mum Ribbon Movement. The ribbon tied to my bag says, I don't know why this has got me, you can ask me for a spare nappy, a hug or a chat if you feel lonely. It says I'm here if you need a not-so-random act of kindness. It says I'm open to offering you help if I'm having a tough time. Mm. It says I welcome your words of solidarity if you see me deep breathing in the high street. 
And I thought, wow, like those moments when you've been out and about and yeah. you're literally losing the will to live. If someone just came over to you and said, you got this or like, yeah. I've got a spare packet of chocolate buttons if they're having a tantrum. And she sent a picture of all these women that have these rucksacks and they've tied a ribbon around it. Amazing. And I just thought that was amazing. Thanks for sharing that. Well, I'm going to end by saying I started the episode saying I never cry. Um, and now I'm an absolute mess. So there you go. That wraps up episode nine. I feel like we've gone on a real roller coaster today. It's basically just a day in the life of Sarah and Philippa. We're up, we're down, we're high, we're low. Um, and we're real. But thank you as always for listening, for enjoying. Um, please send in messages about anything that you feel like you would like us to discuss because yeah. we keep receiving amazing DMs from you saying that you feel like you're part of our chat. Whether you're taking the dog for a walk, you're doing the cooking, you just feel like you're like catching up yeah. with your friends with us. So we want to involve you in the chat. So DM us and we will discuss anything that you would like us to discuss. And thank you always for listening and for supporting. It means the world.